Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar making a lot of news lately. First, of course, he weighed in on Will Smith and Chris Rock. And, you know, that was... I actually t- had some some uh, disagreements with Kareem's essay on that, and others loved it. Others disagreed with it. Whatever I, I liked it. Was. it. Yeah, yeah, I liked yeah. It. So it was, but it was you know provoked a lot of discussion. And then yesterday, uh, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Award was awarded to Carmelo Anthony, which is great. Uh, Kareem, obviously. A champion of social justice. But has been his whole life. You know, like, this is not new. This is, Kareem has always been conscious of the community and injustices and whatnot. I I applaud him for that, Chris, from the very beginning. Has written a ton of books about uh, black history. I I think, like, uh, at least a dozen books about black history and other things. And he's written some thought-provoking columns about various issues And uh, he was asked, you know, it's unfortunate because the celebration was supposed to be about Carmelo, 
But when Kareem was giving an interview about the award, he's, of course, asked about LeBron James pursuing his scoring record. And LeBron Which will break it a natural at some question. point next right, season. Right. Yeah, yeah. He'll break it. Assuming he stays healthy, he'll break it some point, maybe midway, two-thirds through next season. But Kareem um, went beyond the court and said some things about LeBron. Here it is. I admire him, the things that he's done uh, that have uh, you know, gotten all of our attention. Sending a whole school to college, wow. That's, uh, that's amazing. His thoughtfulness and willingness to uh, back it up with his wallet, again, you know, you got to give him credit for that. You know, so I, you know, I'm not throwing stones. I just uh, wish he wouldn't uh, something. You know, some of the things he's done, he, he should be embarrassed about. Yeah, and obviously people took that last part uh, and ran with He was referring to, remember a few months ago when LeBron, I think he hit a three-pointer, was having he a big He acted as if he had big, uh, big... Uh, Kahunas. Onions. Yes, yes. Kind of this old Sam Cassell... Right. Uh, celebration for those that might remember that. Clock grabbing your, is that it? Your nether regions, you know, is that what all it that is? stuff. Uh, and then he was re- also, LeBron put out an Instagram post, again, a couple months ago. Uh, Spider-Man looking at, what was it, COVID, cold, and flu. It was kind of wondering, uh, was COVID any worse than a common cold or the flu? And uh, Kareem was talking about those two things. And then, Rob, after Kareem got a ton of pushback, and today, this morning, he released a statement um, clarifying himself and, and apologizing to LeBron, I would say. Uh, Rob G, just read a portion of it. Yeah, here's part of the statement put out by Kareem on social media. It said, quote, on occasion, I have chided LeBron when I thought he was dropping the ball when it came to supporting the community. But I did so in the spirit of a loving older brother offering guidance, whether wanted or not. So when I said that he has done some things he should be embarrassed about, that wasn't a slam or a barb or even a finger wag. It was me recapping some of what I'd seen in the past. All right, Rob, you want to uh, hit this first? Yeah, I mean, you know, in light of the sound that I heard, and he was very complimentary about the school and the college kids, so this right. wasn't a, a hack job. You know, like, and people go to take out – the most juicy thing, Chris. That's what we do, right? right. That's what reporters do. It's a, I'm not blaming anybody. You could, you could sit there for an hour press conference, and if the last five seconds is something juicy, <laughs> that's, what's go, that's what we're going to well, use. You and I have both been interviewed. Obviously, obviously, we've interviewed tons of people, but we've been interviewed for documentaries. Now, you might sit for an hour, hour and a half and they pull to out. be interviewed for a documentary, and they might use five seconds. Yep. 10 seconds, whatever, 20 seconds. They might not use any of it. But that's what reporters do. And and I'm with you. Look, I don't think Kareem – I actually agree with his final statement today where he said he's kind of trying to give LeBron kind of constructive criticism in the the vein of a big brother. Um, I was going to say a grandfather, but that's another story. (laughs) Yeah, that would be more like it. Right? Uh, You're right. The age difference. I mean, he's 37 and LeBron's 37. Well, how old is Kareem? 70? He's got to be in his 70s. He ain't no older brother. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I I agree. Now, I do think one thing he said was (sighs) out of bounds. I'm not going to kill him for it, but when he said – some of the great things that he's done, 
he's standing on both sides of the fence almost. You know, it makes it hard. This is a direct quote. It makes it hard for me to accept that when he's committed himself to a different take on everything, it's hard to figure out where he's standing. I, I think that was a little harsh. And I guess he was meaning more the COVID. But I, I think we know where LeBron stands on social issues. Uh, I, do, I feel that way, uh, Rob. And, and you and I have taken, you know, exception mainly on one major issue with LeBron, which is his – we didn't think he handled the situation in China the right way. Right. Uh, with, he criticized Daryl Morey. Who said nothing wrong or tweeted nothing, nothing other wrong. than the, nothing other than I stand with democracy, which is what right. we have. Right. I mean, seriously, exactly. that's what he that's what he said. He didn't say anything else. What exactly? What, what and part so he shouldn't have right. been? If LeBron and I get LeBron's over there with his family, obviously they're being kept, you know, a lot of security around him. But if that's what he meant, he could have said it in a better way. But to con- be critical of Daryl Morey, it was just it was just wrong. But it's interesting, Rob, that Kareem never said anything about that. Yeah, you know, I and mean, I, the criticism—that's that's that's a little strange. I, I just think Kareem uh, of late, like it's one thing, Chris, if you want to do something. I think what people push back against is misinformation put out by celebrities who 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 have uh, influence over over your average Joes. You can say personally, this is what I want to do. And 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 maybe because I don't believe in it, but when you when you put out and say COVID is like the common cold or whatever, you're giving people misinformation. We haven't had all the people who died, and we have friends who died, Chris, and family right. members. You can't just act like it, it's like a flu or the same thing. It's just not. It's, and it's I not. think that, that that probably is what Kareem, because LeBron's vaccinated, and so is his family, and we don't know. You know, he wasn't. It wasn't an Andrew Wiggins, Bradley Beal situation where he did it grudgingly, at least publicly, right? Right, right. He just got vaccinated. His family did. And but then you so throw that out Kareem, there, right? I think, yeah, I think that's what he meant where he's on both sides of the fence. But I, I'm personally, and I get it, obviously LeBron is in a, he can influence more people than, than we <laughs> almost can. anybody, right? I, I, I know people that are unvaccinated. I mean, close people. And I don't, look at them in, in a negative way. Um, and maybe I'm not, I, no, I don't know. I don't it's a baffling it's... situation to me. I mean, I'm vaccinated and I, I've done boosters and all that, but I'm not certain. And I don't know. It's been a strange situation. And unfortunately it's been so politicized and I'm not saying it wasn't bad. Cause like you said, we both had people close right. to us die. My, my father-in-law died from it. And so, but unfortunately it has been so politicized that people are just skeptical of everything nowadays. You know what I mean? It's it's unfortunate, but I, I assume, Rob, that's what he was talking about with yeah, LeBron and, being and on if, both sides of the fence. And if, my, only, my only thing will say, Chris, because in the context, I don't have a big problem with it because he's at this press conference. Of course, people are going to ask him about LeBron. If he really had some, what I would say, and I'm not saying this was so harsh, but if he did, you could pull LeBron aside and say, you know, like, like you could say him to him personally. Do you know right. what I mean? Like I agree. If it's really tougher, not, not, I, I, now I'm not saying that what he said was so, oh my God, I can't believe you ripped LeBron like that. Right. Cause I don't feel like it was that. I, I really right. don't. No, I agree. And, and, you know, 
And Kareem said he's only had he hasn't really had much interaction with LeBron. They had a, you know, I don't know if he said once he's met him, but you know, it was cordial and everything was fine. But he doesn't have any type of relationship right. with him. So, so he maybe and that's doesn't one feel thing, comfortable. Rob, with. I, I, I do think, you know, it, particularly when you're talking about guys who are conscientious and do, you know, fight a lot of issues or at least verbalize their um, disagreements on a lot of things. I do think I wish there was more of a connection between the older guard and the younger guard. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but LeBron and a- Kareem are both so conscientious. I it would seem, Rob, like a natural. Now they're both Lakers. It would seem like a natural but that the- there would be some talk. You're right. I mean, I get it. Some guys aren't even close with their teammates, you know. Exactly. They they play ball, Chris. Right. Get dressed, take a shower, and have nothing to do with people who they're with around every day. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's 
smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. After a week or two of the tournament, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'd love to see St. Peter's keep going and win this thing. I mean, I didn't didn't think they would. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't think they would. But that would have been my ideal ending. And then once they were eliminated, it was Coach K. And I'm not like, I've never been like a big Duke fan. No. I think he's a great coach. But, you know, it was I was never like a huge you know, just, oh, Coach K, this, oh, Coach, Coach K, K, that. Yeah, he's the right. greatest. Oh, he's won, what, four, five, four five. or five, yeah, five, five championships in, in 90 years. Wow, he's <laughs> the best. Oh, I'm sorry. No, nah, he's, look, he's, he's, he's in, had an impressive career. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I just, you know, I, I'm not like a Duke fan or anything like that. But I did get to a point where I was like, you know what? I'd like to see Duke win it. I wanted the storybook ending. It didn't happen, Rob. Where were you? Did you care one way or the other? Did you? Would you have liked to seen that? Um, or I would rather Coach K it? losing the championship. That would have been better. Mm. So that's what you were hoping for. Yeah, that would have been okay. a good story. You know, like like everybody thinks. Like sometimes I would just bring it up to the scenarios, Chris, where we always have that. We think like. This would be a great sports ending. Imagine you're about to retire, you're 75, and you go out winning a championship, right? Right. I mean, and and it's John Elway all over. You know, they won two Super Bowls and retired, and it's all done. You go out as with all the confetti and everybody saying, oh, my God, how great you are and what a career, what a great story that was to put a nice bow on it at the end. So it was it was set up there. Right. But I, th- I do, but I do think that losing at home, Cameron indoor, Chris, to UNC. Remember, they blew a thirteen point second half lead to lose that game, and Coach yep. K was pissed and kind of ripped on his team. That was kind of the beginning of the end. Like that, that was a perfect ending to beat your all time rival. Arena. Yeah, in that arena for your last home game. Like, right. like that got spoiled. So it's not shocking that this got spoiled as well. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of fans, I mean, the value of this game has declined tremendously because Coach K was eliminated. Rob I don't G, doubt that at all, the Chris. Numbers. I don't doubt yeah. that. Well, Rob G's got the numbers to back it up. Tell us what, what the heck is going on. Sure, guys. According to multiple outlets – this is the lowest priced national championship game as far as get-in tickets since they started keeping track of this sort of thing back in 2014. Since they were paying in stones, right? <laughs> right. So a get-in price for last season's championship game, which was Baylor and Gonzaga. Baylor 
ended up winning hardly a basketball powerhouse. Right, neither was I mean, Gonzaga's Gonzaga's never won a national championship. Right, right, that, right. that was that was ne- like ne- none uh, of them are was of that, them that are was B level. The like get in price game. for that game last season was two hundred and twenty eight dollars. That was to get in. How many seats there? Uh, I'd have to look that up, but it was two hundred and twenty eight dollars. Because the big okay. thing too is New Orleans has so many seats, so you devalue. Well, they right, they've the been tickets. playing in in football stadiums for the last what five seven years, haven't they? Like they they make a point to where play was the last four. year's at. Let me make sure and check it out for you guys as okay, we're talking. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. But yeah, go um, as far as the get-in price for this game tonight, as of 2 p.m. Pacific earlier this afternoon, the get-in price was $28. $28 bucks get you into a national championship And you championship said it was 130 It was 130 before Duke lost to North Carolina. Wow. That, 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 that dropped incredible. $100. That is incredible. What do you think that says, Rob? I mean, that's that's more I, than I mean. And, obviously and by, by the way, I don't want to cut you playing. off, Chris, but uh, last season was played at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Okay, so that's so another big, football right. stadium. Yeah, yes. right. I was, I was I'm just surprised it was right. so much bigger. The price, the ticket price, was so much more expensive last year for than those this year, two. even before Duke lost. Yeah, because no, because I agree with from you. Two twenty to Butler, one thirty, and Gonzaga, Baylor. I mean Baylor. But still, yeah, neither right. one of them were blue bloods. No, that's that's interesting, but that is twenty eight dollars. Yeah, it's like well, a high school Chris, state champion. Chris, in all fairness, we're about an hour from tip off. The get in price has gone up considerably. It's now fifty dollars. Just wow. saying, fifty bucks. Just saying. so, Rob, what do you think this says? I think it was a lot of people wanted to be there for Coach K. And like a piece of history because he's one of the all-time great coaches, right? And all the air came out of that. All the Dukies decided, you know what, I'm not sticking around for that. And started dumping their tickets, Chris, into the market. I bet you there was a heavy pre-sale or pre-buy of Duke people who wanted to be there, who thought they were going to get there. And as soon as they're out, you're like, "Uh, hello, Delta, can I change my flight? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to pay the $75 change fee, and I'm going to dump my tickets. So the market gets flooded by those tickets, and the price drops. I believe that's what happened. Well, if you're right, then that's not that bad. But do you do you think it says anything about college basketball? No, because last year, Chris, with worse teams, they had a way better market and maybe there wasn't a big pre-sale because Duke or some Blue Bloods weren't involved. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? So, right. Because I think that can hurt when you have a, a pre-sale or, or people are anticipating and thinking they want to be a part of history, so they hoard tickets. They buy way more, Chris. Instead of buying your four tickets for you and your buddies, you're like, I'm going to buy 12 tickets. Right. And right. I'm going to sell eight of them and make my money back and we'll go for free. Well, I think you make sense um, because there. Look, no matter what you think of the tournament, no matter what you think of college basketball, for the ticket prices to be twenty eight dollars, and now fifty dollars, or, or just the entry fee, so to speak, that is that can't be indicative of college basketball overall, Rob. I'm with you. Uh, I mean, I, I I do think there's some issues, and I don't know if college basketball is ever going to be able to fix them 
in today's climate, Rob. No, you know, I, I don't think college basketball will ever be the same, uh, just because there's no continuity, Chris. There's nope. no way you could build a relationship, and what I mean by or fandom with people, because it's so transient. It's like Atlanta. Why do we always say Chris Atlanta is the worst <laughs> sports town in America? Because everybody's trans. from somewhere else. Yep. Yep. I mean, I, I'm, am I? Am I? Is this on? Am I lying about Atlanta? Chris, you covered Nick games there. It was like Madison Square Garden South, right? right. More Knicks fans than than, than Hawks. Hawks fans. No, and, and I think you're right. Like the best players, the best college age players are in the NBA, right? Number one, and then the most talented college players are freshmen that most casual fans are you know don't know about. And so, and then they leave after their freshman year. And so you don't get to know them over two, three years. Rob, you remember when Michael Jordan played, when Hakeem Olajuwon played, we knew them over years. Right. Patrick Ewing, you got to know them and you knew who was coming back. You knew how good they were going to be. Now you have no idea. And you know, and I, you then know, the guys that stay long aren't generally big. They aren't big time college. I mean, pro material. A lot of them will go to the pros, the juniors and seniors, and play well. Not really superstars, but they'll play well and help teams win. But we don't know a lot about those guys. So see? I think Rob, that's a lot of. I don't know how college basketball is going to fix that as long as the NBA is letting guys come in either right out of high school or after a year of college. And when I covered college basketball, Chris, and that was in the 80s when the Big East was, you know, the the big dog. And yep. it was it was Big East basketball. And Mark Jackson, I covered Mark Jackson's senior year at St. John's. Yep. Yeah. And and uh, Chris Mullen, you know, Chris Mullen was there. Yep. Uh, Bill Winnington was on was on that team, Chris. Yeah, uh, Walter Berry. I mean, they had like Willie Glass. I remember all yes, those guys. all those guys. You remember yeah. all of them? Because you they knew all, them. Yeah, they all played, them. and they all played like at least three years or so, if I remember correctly. So yep. it was totally different, and we don't have that anymore. And I think that's what hurts the game is that people just and of course you're rabbit fans. We're not talking about if you went to North Carolina or you went to Duke, you're going right. to follow your school team. Or guys team. that are right. just in the high school basketball and following these guys on social media and right. you know, they, of course they know. But I also think Rob that we we've talked about it. Even though you don't know generally who the players are. People are into the tournament. It, it's almost like Rob, you could put some freaking Division 3 schools out there. And as long as it's one and done, and as long as they're seeding, and as long as they're upsets, people will be into it. But when you get to the championship game or the final four, and you don't know who the players are really, and there's no more chance of huge, you know, uh, like it's done. Right. You're not going any further. That's when maybe some of the luster can be lost. Again, a Coach K would have brought it back. But tonight, I, I, this is interesting to me because North Carolina, even though they're a blue blood, they were an AC. They've kind of been a Cinderella right. in some with a, sense. With a first-year coach. Right, I mean. right. And so yeah. I think this is going to be an interesting game. But 
yeah, it, it's incredible that those ticket prices are so low. I almost want to fly down there and see if I can get in in the next hour. Well, you're hour. just trying to get some food uh, <laughs> in New Orleans. Which... Yes, yes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nah. Joel Embiid. And Joel Embiid is in the running for the MVPs, having a great season. Uh, but it doesn't, I mean, if you believe kind of some of the stories that are coming out, uh, and what some of the voters are talking about. Myself, Rob, I had Embiid first, but close uh, with Giannis, Jokic, Luka. It's a very close race because the win totals are very similar with these teams. And the individual numbers 
are very similar. I moved over to Giannis uh, last week, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, Joel has a chance. If he wins it, I certainly won't scream bloody murder. It will be deserved. But uh, he was asked about it, and Rob G., read us the quote that Embiid gave. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, I don't know what I have to do. I'll feel like they hate me. I'll feel like the standard for guys in Philly or for me is different than everybody else. See, he went too far. Because number one, nobody hates him. And he was smiling, kind of joking. So, you know, with Joel's personality, he likes to joke. Hopefully he meant that as he was trying to be funny. Um, But... The standard, Rob, Dr. J won an MVP in Philly. Moses Malone won an MVP in Philly. And Allen Iverson won an MVP right. in Philly. Everybody go. who's deserved it, Rob. There, you can't point to a player that's been in Philadelphia who you would say got robbed and never won an MVP. So, Joel, is that, that's just a bad statement. You, you're not being any more held to any higher standard than a player in Milwaukee, and Giannis, that's right. and that, a player in Denver, right. Jokic. You know what I mean? Come on. Like, like, like that, when people start throwing that out, and you just gave a perfect example, three Philadelphia legends all got their due, Chris. They yep. played Allen Iverson. I mean, yep. I mean, what, what other standard are you being held to? There's other people going to look at all kinds of stuff, and when we get this close, Chris – it's one thing we talk about is nitpicking. You got to right. nitpick when it's a close race and you got people who are, who are bunched up and their stats are very close. If his stats were through the roof, then there would be no debate. Right. But they're close. That, that's, that's the thing. As great as he's been, can you say he's been head and shoulders no, above Giannis? No, you can't you say can't. that. And here's how close the numbers are. Because for me, right now, and we still have the rest of this week to vote, do ballots are due Monday. So what do they do, Monday morning? Monday. Mon- no, Monday at midnight. I'm going to okay. vote like Saturday. But this, I think right now I've got Embiid and Giannis one and two. I've got Giannis one. Here's how close the numbers are, Rob. Embiid is averaging a tenth of a point more, 30.2. Giannis at 30.1. Uh, they're tied in rebounds, 11.6. Giannis more assists, 5.8 to 4.2. Steals are the same. Blocks, MB 1.5. Giannis 1.4. Giannis's field goal percentage is much better, 55% to 49% for MB. But Embiid's a much better three-point shooter, 36%, almost 37% to 20, basically 30% for MB. They get to the free throw line the same amount, uh, the top two in the game. Giannis's PER is slightly better, 32.2 to 31.2. And defensively, I think Embiid's defensive rate is, is a smidge higher than Giannis's, but I would argue Giannis is the better defender. But it's very close, Rob. And Embiid asked, we didn't hear it in the quote, he said, what, I, you know, I'd say, what do I have to do to win? Maybe he did say we didn't have, hear, I didn't hear it. But he said, what do I have to do? I'm going to give him some advice. Because the reason, a big reason why he doesn't have one thus far, Rob, is he hadn't typically played enough games. 
He's never played more than 64 games in the season. This is his first year he's playing 65. And that's a lot. Usually, the most any player had ever missed, I think coming into this year, outside of Bill Walton, who won it way back when writers voted. Um, I'm sorry, when players voted. When players, right. I was just right, saying players. In the 70s. Right. But uh, was Allen Iverson missing like 11 games? And now it's changed starting this year because so many players are missing a lot of games. The top MVP candidates are all missing close to 20 games. So this year he'll be in it, but he's playing a career-high 65 games. That's the first thing, playing more games. Secondly, Rob, dunk the ball! (laughs) You mentioned we nitpick, Rob. Yeah. And last week there was a statement game between Milwaukee and Philadelphia. And you, we just showed you how close the, the, the race is. And Giannis, the last play of the game, Milwaukee's up two. James Harden shoots a brick uh, off from three-point land. Joel gets the rebound, but instead of gathering himself and dunking it, he goes up meekly. And in a rushed, man, he got a rushed a layup, a soft layup attempt. And Giannis came and blocked it. And that was the game. So your competition made the game-winning play, and you fumbled the game-winning play. That was one. And then, Rob, a few weeks ago against Jokic, another MVP candidate, into the game, five seconds left. Giannis or Joel has the ball in three-point range, and this is my third thing, Joel, after play enough games, dunk the ball, take the shot! (laughs) All right, because Joel, who has no problem shooting the rock and is a very good three-point shooter and was three for three from the arc in that game, Jokic is backing off, giving him the shot five, six feet from him. And Embiid, instead of taking it, you're three for three, he passes it to a role player, George Yang, who's two for ten, Rob, in that game from three-point range. Yang bricks it, and that's the game. So I'm looking at the big moments, not to mention Giannis coming up huge against Brooklyn, Rob. Had the big three to tie the game. Yes, three to tie the game, two free throws to win the game in overtime. And so... I don't it, it doesn't have to come down to one game, one shot, one play. But when you nitpick and it's so close, things like that matter. They do. And, so, and you look at right? those. Right. You you do take a look and it's like um you can't help it, Chris. You could have a great season slumped the last 2 weeks of the year. Who was that 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 happened to? Oh, when, when we were talking in baseball with um, Vlad. Uh, Vlad, Vlad Jr., Vlad you Guerrero, remember? Right, yep. right, Chris, right? Like a week or 10 days was before the season was over. It was between him and Shohei, according. Right. Yeah, I had and, Shohei, but you had Vlad, yeah. Right, and then Vlad fell off the last 10 days or two weeks, you remember? Yeah. And, and, and didn't get to the Triple Crown, and he struggled, actually, and, and, and fumbled his way to finish the season and when you see that, it does affect the voter because that's when you're about. If you finish the season on a hot streak, making big plays and making, and you've had a great yep. year all year, yep. you go, man, he's had a great year. Look at what great he's done. Great point, Rob. 
That right, and, right. and that's how people – it's just – that's human nature. You don't go, yeah, but Embiid made those big baskets in April or, you know, like you don't do that. Yep. It's like or the Heisman April. voting. In October. Or, or you know even, what I mean, even college football rankings in general. You lose in early in the season, it doesn't hurt you as much as if you lose late. Right. And so – and here's another thing, Rob. Giannis leads the – and this kind of goes along with what I'm talking about. Giannis leads the league in fourth quarter scoring. Almost nine points a game on 55% shooting. DeMar DeRozan second. LeBron James third, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Ja Morant, Trey Young, Joel Embiid, six points. Not bad, but if you think about it, Embiid averages 30, Rob. He only gets six of them in the fourth quarter. Wow. Right? If you average average six points per quarter, that's only 24 points. So he's not delivering as much down the stretch. Giannis, of course, averages 30 as well. He's giving you nine points in the fourth quarter. Not quite as much as 10 a, a quarter, but obviously much better than Joel um, giving you six. So that's just another stat. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.